0: You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network.
1: I'll wing it.
2: Welcome back, everyone, to the last half hour here of Real Presence Live. My name is Tim Moser, and we have had some wonderful guests on today. And speaking of wonderful guests, we have another one in studio, Angela Wambach, Executive Director of the Women's Care Center here in Fargo. Welcome. Angela, thank you Thanks and also, for having me. And also Devil's Lake, if I remember. Yes, right.
1: we oversee Devil's Lake okay. as well. Okay,
2: that's great. That's wonderful. Well, you know, um, just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and how you got involved in uh, the Women's Care Center.
1: Oh wow! Well, I'm Angela Wambach, and I'm with the Women's Care Center. I'm the executive director, so I oversee our location here in Fargo and in Devil's Lake. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to also have Bismarck who is now financially and legally independent and doing awesome out in Bismarck oh, as well. Wonderful okay. Yes they are women's care center still as well. Mm-hmm. And um, also how I got started, I actually helped found the one in Duluth, Minnesota. So um, back in 2012 we got started, opened in 2013. Um, just felt God leading me and in, um, into that and helping open that center right across from the abortion facility there in Duluth. Mm-hmm. And then my husband's job brought me here to Fargo, and I had to leave that behind and um, started getting involved in First Choice Clinic here as a board member. Mm-hmm. And then went from a board member to the executive director. Now I've been in my role almost eight years.
2: That long already, huh? Yes, wow. it's gone by fast. That's amazing. That's amazing. You know, it's so important. You you can talk about the importance of these these uh, pregnancy centers, right? I mean, what so tell, tell the listeners some of the things, some of the services that you offer at these centers.
1: Sure. Well, um Mostly we offer the free and confidential pregnancy testing, um, limited ultrasounds, mostly in that first trimester. We're really trying to find out viability of baby, make sure that baby is in the uterus, that there's a heartbeat, and approximately how far along they are. So that's what we refer to when we mean limited ultrasounds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, anything outside of that, we would you know refer to their physician any sure. further than that. Um, we do the options counseling, really meeting the woman where she's at mm-hmm. and helping her determine what is her best choice and her best options for her um, when she's usually choosing life, right? Right, so, exactly. So um, 92% of the women coming through our doors do choose
2: life for the That's babies. beautiful. Yeah. And you have an ultrasound machine there as well, is that right? Yes, yep. yes.
1: The Knights of Columbus in our areas are always so gracious and helpful to us getting our ultrasound machines as well.
2: I've heard that really, really helps them to choose life when they see that is that correct
1: absolutely yep seeing um the baby on the screen and hearing the heartbeat is very very impactful for these women it makes it real because there's so many you know falsifications out there saying it's a you know a glob of cells or it's just a lump of tissue or different things like that where they actually will see little arms and legs and you know what you know from when it's really tiny look like a little bean to like a real baby but also just seeing a little flicker of the heartbeat very early on is just very very impactful for women
2: Exactly. I think one of the big things, too, I've heard, at least, Angela, is that there is they feel so alone, right? They come to you. Talk about how you're able to kind of walk with them and help them through this whole process.
1: Sure. Um, yeah, every woman that comes to us is very unique in, in her circumstances. Mm-hmm. And so our counselors are just amazing at, you know, connecting with them. Learning their story, learning who they are, what brought them there that day, what they're thinking about moving forward, and really helping them process their thoughts and their feelings on on their situation. Because so many women um, get clouded by those around them, whether it's parents, friends, father of the baby, whomever around them that might be pushing them for one thing or another. They think they know what's best for them. Um, It's really helping a woman have that time to be by herself and in a safe environment. she can reflect on what does she want not today but tomorrow a year from now 10 years from now what does that look like and help her really evaluate all of that herself and just have that time to herself Mm -hmm. and then um that's really you know very impactful and then we bring her you know into the ultrasound room once we know we have that positive pregnancy test and everything too right right Mm -hmm. that's
2: beautiful i I really think that accompanying right walking with them i mean i'm not alone you know and others before i remember um uh, when I used to coach volleyball at Concordia, this was quite a while ago. This probably probably back when it was First Choice, before you were there. But I'll just share a little story with you. I had a player, who was playing for me at the time, came in and said she, she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And she didn't know what to do. And I knew there was First Choice Clinic at that time, a women's care center. And I said, well, you know, I just said, let's let's go over here. And I, I brought her over, you know, took her in and introduced her. And the people there were just so loving, so welcoming... And she ended up keeping her child, and she also ended up at the banquet like a year or two later, probably the next year, she was actually the featured speaker because yeah. she had kept her child. And It was it's, it's just such a beautiful story of yeah. someone coming, not knowing where to turn, not knowing what to do, right? I'm, I'm young, I'm scared, I'm alone, you know, whatever like you said, every situation is different, but just seeing that and seeing how that worked and of course she, she would still stay in touch you know years later telling me how things are she's married, has more children now and it's, it's just a beautiful story. I'm sure you have many stories like that of women and families who have been saved and helped through this.
1: Oh absolutely I can think of so many you know one I know it was a young gal who came to us and she was pregnant unsure what to do. Um, she ended up choosing life but um, was still on the fence about parenting versus adoption. Mm-hmm. Um, she too was a college student and in, in in activities and very involved and in, and in busy life mm-hmm. and, um, she did choose a place for adoption, okay. and I know Catholic Charities um, helped her and you know between our two organizations they've just been a support and I know she's still in contact with both Catholic Charities and ourselves, and just keeping up to us. I know um, she's now married and and having a you know a great life. She finished college. She's doing wonderful in her career and you know it is it is wonderful when we get to hear from these women ongoing because we really do walk with them throughout their pregnancy and beyond Mm -hmm. you know so we really do um develop good relationships with these women and we really love them for Mm -hmm. who they are and where they are and and it's just wonderful to see them come Mm -hmm. from that first moment in the door to being happy parents that are just you know oohing and eyeing over their own children and 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 moving forward in life, um, even recently we had one, too, that was a couple that was homeless mm. and had lots of, lots of circumstances. And they are now, they have jobs, they have housing, they are happy, happy parents, and they're just an amazing couple to see. And, you know, they brought baby in not too long ago, and it's just so awesome. Isn't, it's isn't just that, so
2: awesome. I could just You're, you're positively glowing, Angela, because <laughs> it's just like, you know, I can see how, how God is working how it's so beautiful when people choose life, you know, we know that that is the right choice, but to help them get to that point and to choose that yeah. and to have them come back, you know, wh- whether it is, you know, writing or coming back or bringing, them, it's, it's so beautiful to see. And, and I can yeah. tell you're just, you're positively positively aglow with that. that that's mm-hmm. wonderful. Right. <laughs> well, you know, um, of course, a lot of people know, of course, June, 2022, we had had the Dobbs decision, which overturned her versus Wade. And of course, that is something that we've been praying for, hoping for, Right. Yeah. But of course, a lot of people didn't understand exactly what that does. That kind of sent it back to the state. So have you seen any any changes or any new challenges or opportunities since the the passing of the Dobbs decision?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, even last summer we had, you know, there was all these threats against pregnancy mm-hmm. centers and everything. We had to have overnight security and do all these, take these different measures. We thankfully had no no issues or no problems mm-hmm. that we had to, to deal with. So that was a blessing. and just kind of seems to go down, but I think on on the client care side of things, or just the operations, it's Mm -hmm. just keeping up with, you know, what are the the new laws, because they kept changing, and there's Mm -hmm. bans here, and then they're overturned, and, you know, then, you know, Minnesota was adding, you know, taking away laws, making it easier to become you know, abortion-friendly state, right? right? right, Um, So just trying to keep up with everything so that we have good and accurate information to share with our clients and know best where to support and to help them.
2: Exactly. We're talking with Angela Wambach, the Executive Director of the Women's Care Center in Fargo and Devil's Lake. Now, you hit on such a good point there, Angela, because talking about this whole idea of misinformation, I mean, You know, I I, I listen to the news, you know, and you can see the misinformation even from from politicians. Like I think a U.S. senator even, you know, directly attacked the misinformation about what these women's care centers are wanting to shut you down. It's like, what are you thinking? So talk a little bit about that battle and, and how we're trying to win this information battle, the message battle.
1: Sure. I guess, you know. I, I'm not really seeking to win a battle. I, I shouldn't yeah. put it that way. But yes, exactly. <laughs> but yes, just get the I mean, truth out. Right? Yes, yeah. just get the truth out. And I think that just really happens for us anyways, just one-on-one or in situation after situation mm-hmm. as we encounter people and mm-hmm. things and just letting them know who we are and what we really do. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, Because I think there are so many mistakes perception on that and then we just really focus on the loving and serving that woman that comes yep. through the door and the families that come through our door but anytime we have an opportunity or a conversation <laughs> it's a, in a loving way to share who we truly are and how we truly impact the lives of people and we do care for them from cradle to kindergarten, we'll say. Ah, you like know, it. it's sure. like we don't just help a woman choose life and drop her. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we we walk with her every step through that pregnancy. We help her have a healthy pregnancy. Mm-hmm. We help them become positive and self sufficient families. Mm-hmm. And so it's just you know the fruits of our work, but then also loving conversations that we have along the way with them, whomever.
2: Right, exactly, Angela. And as you mentioned, walking with them, I can't help but think of you know our colleague at, at uh, Catholic Charities. There are lots of them, the, the, abortion, I'm sorry, the adoption side, but also Chris Haycraft, the yeah, pregnant and parenting. So the three of us kind of work together with that, walking with moms in need, yeah. bundle up your baby bump. We're really yeah. trying to provide services and a presence that people need so they're not alone. So they have the things they need to be successful. We, like you said, we yes. don't just have them here. Oh, you chose life, now we drop you. Continuing to help. And I, I think that is amazing. Bishop Folda himself has said, you know, even if we can't do a full-blown walking with moms in need program your church, do something, right? You can do yeah. something to help those people in need, walk with them in some way. So I think that's so Absolutely.
1: important. Absolutely, yes.
2: Yeah. So uh, that that's wonderful, and I, I appreciate that. Well, Angela, you know, when we come back after the break, you, I think it's good mm-hmm. that you were over in Duluth. You've been in Minnesota. Yep. You've been in Fargo, and we Truth be told to our listeners, we were going to have the executive director of the Duluth uh, Center on, but she can't. So yes. when we come back, I'd just like, you kind of have to play both sides of the river <laughs> if you can. Just, just talk a little bit about some of the opportunities, some of the challenges, and some of the contrasts that, that, that are happening here on, you know, on, on, on both sides. Sure. To give our listeners a little bit of an idea of what it's like. And then, of course, we have some exciting news that you'll have to stay tuned for. So we're talking with Angela Wombeck, Executive Director of the Women's Care Center in Fargo. You're listening to Real Presence Live, and we'll be back
0: right after this. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.
1: Let us run to Mary and ask her little children, cast ourselves in their arms with a perfect confidence. St. Francis de Sales. Join together with families across the local area for the rosary, nightly here on Real Presence Radio. On Wednesday through Monday nights, tune in at 8 p.m. Central and on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Central. Gather the whole family together and pray this powerful prayer with us.
3: Join us for the rosary Wednesday through Monday at 8 p.m. and Tuesdays at 7
0: p.m. Central here on the RPR
3: Network. This is Father Bo Brown from the Diocese of Duluth. A lot of times us as, as Catholics, we, we struggle with the Holy Spirit because the, the Father is so approachable. He has a name that's very uh, that we all know, right, that we can relate to, and the Son as well. And when you get the Holy Spirit, oftentimes He can take this, this kind of backseat in our relationship with God. And we see early on in the, in the book of Acts and uh, in the disciples in the early life of the church We see how they live with the Holy Spirit, and they express to us what it's like to live with Him. And how He both sanctifies what they do and their ministry and gives them special gifts, and also how He sanctifies their own lives. And they talk about how the Spirit brings uh, certain effects in their life, like joy, and peace, patience, kindness, generosity, self-control. So I think it's good for us to think about today. What's our relationship with the Holy Spirit like? Is He a real person in our life? We have the same kind of relationship with Him that we have with the Father and the Son.
0: What if you could earn a degree that offers the best of both worlds, an MBA and a master's degree in philosophy? The University of Mary offers one degree that combines world class business training with a careful study of life's deepest questions through their combined MBA, MA, and philosophy program. By earning one degree in both philosophy and business online, you will rigorously engage the big ideas needed to address professional challenges. Visit CatholicProfessional.life. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network.
2: Welcome back, everyone. We're talking with Angela Wambach, Executive Director of the Women's Care Center in Fargo and Devil's Lake. And she, of course, at one time, she was the Director of the Duluth. She actually started the Duluth one, right? Correct. Exactly. So, as our listeners kind of know or may not know, there's really two... Very, very contrasting things happening. North Dakota is very pro-life and making laws for that. Minnesota is very much, uh, you know, accepts abortion as making laws to make it even easier. Talk a little bit about the contrast and some of the challenges that might uh, bring.
1: Sure. Well, in North Dakota, the abortion ban went into place. Mm -hmm. And so we do not have an abortion Mm -hmm. facility in the state of North Dakota. Um, We also had legislation that went through this past legislative season that actually increased the um, Abortions to Alternatives grant funding for all pro-life agencies within the in the state, which has been amazing. Um, and then you have the Minnesota side, who now is trying to make abortions easier and more accessible for women and become a safe haven right. for the country. Um, at one time, all the states around Minnesota were had abortion bans in place, but I believe, and I can't quote me on this, but a, a couple of them have you know, overturned their bans and are now abortion-friendly again as well. But um, Minnesota also took away any type of funding away from pregnancy resource centers, so there's not that funding opportunity. Um, And then there's someone in the state who is, you know, working at trying to, you know, put warnings out about us pregnancy Mm -hmm. centers in the state of Minnesota saying that, you know, we're telling lies and things like that. So there is a lot of um, um, pro-choice efforts Mm-hmm. Largely going on in the state of Minnesota.
2: Yeah, exactly. You know, and you've seen that since Dobbs, or since it sent it back to the states, the states are just, you know, the pro life ones generally tend to get more pro life, the pro choice ones tend to get more pro choice. Yes. And, you, and you hit the nail on the head, these constitutional amendments going through, a lot of times, again, there's misinformation. And since abortion has kind of been part of our culture, at least in the public's eye, It's Mm -hmm. hard, even for states you think might be pro-life, it's hard for them to pass that constitutional amendment. So that's another challenge as well. Right. No, absolutely. Exactly. But Angela, you've got some exciting news for our listeners. Why don't you tell them, uh, because we all know, we should know, the abortion clinic moved, of course, across the river to Moorhead. And And what's the news you have for our listeners?
1: Well, we are working on opening a location in Moorhead Mm. um, shortly after... We learned um, that Red River was moving across Mm -hmm. the street, or across the river. Mm -hmm. Um, We found out where they were going to be located, Mm -hmm. and a uh, supporter helped us find out, you know, um, well, we searched the area, and we saw the location across the street, and we reached out, and... um, they sold us their property, mm-hmm. and so we did buy the property right across the street Beautiful. from Red River Women's exactly. Clinic.
2: And is that what you had in Duluth before too? Right, right across the street. Yep, or we were a kind great
1: of right kitty corner. We yeah. were they were like on an intersection, and we we're mm-hmm. like kitty corner across the intersection.
2: I'm, I'm guessing that's an important part. Being close and available probably helps a lot. I'm guessing.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, because then you are able to reach the women that are the most yeah. vulnerable. I mean, they might not even know there's another alternative in town. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll be right, we'll be right there and noticeable. Um, they might just want our free ultrasound and mm-hmm. just come in just for our free services. Sure, um, and and they get an opportunity to be in a different environment than mm-hmm. they would be across the street. Yeah, so exactly, it's just being present and women's care center nationally Mm -hmm. has many centers that are right across the street or nearby an abortion facility and it's definitely proven to be effective
2: that's wonderful that's wonderful and i'm going to throw it over to aaron in just a second who to preview the next show but when we come back we'll get to talk to angela a little more and she has even more exciting news (laughs) to give you so aaron pardon
0: i can do the preview early that's all right
2: yeah okay Okay. let's go ahead and kick it over to aaron sure on the next Real Presence Live,
0: Wednesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, your host will be Heather Carroll and Doug Weingart coming to you live from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Their guests will include Bishop Donald DeGrood, who will share his reflections on Ash Wednesday and the beginning of the Lenten season. Then we will hear from Father Michael Kapperman, who will discuss the connection between Ash Wednesday and Valentine's Day. All this and more is coming to you on the next Real Presence Live, Wednesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. And I do have a special personal announcement. Happy birthday, Mom. Thanks for listening
2: all the time. Appreciate it. Hey, I appreciate it. Back to you, Tim. Uh, That's awesome, Aaron. Wow. I'm sure your mom appreciates that. And speaking of special announcements, let's just do a little aside. Back last half hour, we had uh, uh, Mary Pat Yanner and Father Joseph Christensen on, as you know, from the um, St. Gianna and Pietro Mola uh, maternity home. And a caller called in anonymously, and said, Mary Pat, basically, thank you for all you're doing in the, in the community. So they, they really appreciate that. And I'm sure, I'm sure, Angela, uh, you've probably gotten these things many times, but I know I've thought it many times. Many people, I'm sure, appreciate what you're doing. Uh, did, yeah. have, has anyone ever stopped you, ever gotten a letter, ever gotten something, but people said, thanks for what you're doing?
1: Oh, yes, we do it quite frequently, people. We do donor thank you calls quite often. We like to connect with our donors, yep. and oftentimes we're hearing from them, as much appreciation or more back to us than we're giving to them. So it's a shared shared love. And actually even just right out here in the hallway, um, someone was just thanking uh, me for the work that we're doing and that they're supporting with us and excited about our efforts and all that. So Beautiful. Yes. It's, beautiful. It's well, always wonderful to hear that good, positive feedback.
2: Exactly. Well, mm-hmm. speaking about donors, I mean, I know that you were part of the Giving Hearts Day, of course. Mm-hmm. And also... Um, obviously, it's going to cost a lot of money to, to get you know the land and the building and everything. But you have some exciting news about donorship for this new facility, don't you?
1: I do, yes. Well, we've in the past year been working on our plans mm-hmm. and to move forward with this new location and kind of began the behind the scenes uh, capital campaign for this fundraiser. And we have a total of about $2.7 million that we need to raise. And mm-hmm. we've already raised almost $2 million. Wow,
2: well, that is exciting.
1: Exciting. Yes. And... Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say and and most recently we had a very generous donor step forward who really wants us to break ground this summer. Mm-hmm. And they are willing to match dollar for dollar up to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And after that two hundred and fifty, um two dollars per dollar for the next hundred and twenty-five. So it'd total eight hundred and seventy five thousand dollars when all is said and done and we'd be able to break ground this summer. So our goal is to try and complete that by April 15th.
2: Beautiful. That is so wonderful. I mean, thanks. Thank you, God, for that donor, whoever they are. Yes. And obviously, listeners, you can you know, double your money, obviously. That's just amazing. So yeah. we want to thank uh, those donors and all the people oh, who are yes. like-minded who really do that. And you're, you're really going to... Um, you know, obviously make a huge impact there. Now, are you going to still keep the center open in Fargo, or are you just moving everything over
1: there? A great question. Yes, we are going to keep both locations okay. open. Our current location in Fargo is just an di- ideal spot for mm-hmm. visibility and accessibility. Mm-hmm. We're close to NDSU, downtown. Yeah. It's just been a very... Um, wonderful location for us, and you know, as you know, Fargo Moorhead just keeps growing, yeah, so we need to be in more than one mm-hmm. place. That's good. And so, being in both Moorhead and in Fargo is going to really help us to serve even more women.
2: Sure, exactly. So, I'm thinking with two facilities, then. Probably need to fit some more staff, another ultrasound machine. I'm, am I thinking along the lines? Yes, here?
1: yes. And, and, and to that note, actually, the Knights of Columbus of Moorhead and surrounding area, like Elizabeth and I'm sure others, um, have also already raised the funds for our ultrasound machine for their new location as well.
2: Beautiful. She's beaming again, folks. <laughs> ear to ear. This is it's just an, the well.
1: generosity of people is just so amazing. And I just know that this isn't. My work or our work, even at the center, it is God's work that's making this happen. And it's just exciting to be a part of it.
2: And that's so true. And, you know, when you get the message out, this is the key, right? Didn't And didn't you speak to a group of men, I can't even remember, you know, months yeah. ago, but I remember you saying afterwards, they were just coming up, opening their hearts, opening their checkbooks. Talk about getting the message out and how it touches people's hearts.
1: Yeah, I just think people are happy to hear it and they're excited to hear it and yes that catholic men's night was such ah. a fun night to talk to because i usually you know speak to a lot of moms or couples mm-hmm. and or women and couples mm-hmm. but it was fun to have a group of men and to just you know see their reactions and i just you know encouraging them because you know the men make a huge difference mm-hmm. in a woman's choice yeah. when i see young men um i just recently had just a young man in our center and he was just so supportive of the woman and just, you know, does just doing all the right things and mm-hmm. saying the right things mm-hmm. that really makes an impact. If we're all like, oh, if all women had that, right? Yeah. Men do need to stand up and, 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 and love the women in the situation, and it's great to, to see men supporting what we do and to be passionate about it as well.
2: Right, that's so true, and, you know, it ties in with what Father Joseph Christensen was saying last hour, the whole idea of the, the crisis of fatherhood, right? Yes. As you mentioned, if a woman is supported and that, and the, and the Father wants this. I mean, you know, I run Rachel's Vineyard Ministries right, for post-abortive. Yeah. Last fall, we had married couples, men and women, you know, single men, oh. single women. Awesome. And, and and the message is universal, right? I, I so regret what I did. If someone would have supported if I just would have known these things. And, and they're still grieving, right? Mm-hmm. But the good news is there's healing, right? And there's help. And so we obviously want to help people to choose life and not get themselves in that situation, right? Absolutely. But But there's also things available. So my whole point is listeners we have everything covered from the beginning of the pregnancy right to if, if hey I've got a troubled pregnancy I don't know we go to the women's care center right we go to Catholic charities do you want to adopt we have we have adoption with the Catholic charities right we have walking with moms in need right we, we help the families we have if you happen to make a decision that you didn't you know didn't like we have Rachel's Vineyard we have it. yes Yes. why is it life is so important life is the most important thing we have the fundamental right the fundamental thing so we want that yes sorry now i'm getting no i'm smiling
1: well i loved what you mentioned and it's just that you know that in rachel's Vineyard, you're reaching men too and i think it's it's good point to make is that you know men do feel the impacts of abortion as well
2: yeah They, they sure do yeah well angela thanks again so much for coming by we yes. appreciate that. Thanks for all the great work you're doing, and thanks for all the big smiles because <laughs> we're excited about oh. what you're doing. Thanks for being right on the front lines there.
1: Oh, well, thank you so much for having me here today. This uh, is just awesome.
2: Absolutely. Angela Wombeck, Women's Care Center Executive Director. Help them out. Remember, we have a matching donor. Women's Care Center. Go there and help out. All right, well, thanks again so much for listening, my friends. Until next time, practice your faith every day. God bless you. God bless you.